One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How did get 30, 30, how get 30, how get 20, 20, 20, how get 20, 20, how get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You know when you go to the bar... And the person on the bar goes, oh, and you order like maybe a gin or a rum or some form of whiskey. And the the person on the bar goes, would you like a single or a double? And you go, no, it's double or nothing. Come on, guys. Of the net. So it's a w double or nothing. Thank you, Thank you. Nice, mate. Nice. Um, so it's um, it's double or nothing. Twenty twenty two this Sunday with AW. I never remember whether it's a Sunday this weekend. Yes, it and is. Um, and we're all tremendously excited. It's kind of the way that the matches have been added to this one of kind of sneaked up on me a little bit mm. because I looked at Wikipedia. I was like, oh, well, there's so many matches to choose from. Well, this is like 11 or something. Absolutely. Uh, so this is nine pitches for AW Double or Nothing 2022. I am joined by Tom and Andrew. Tom, oh, look at that. How are you? Mate, I'm smashing. Oh, I'm, 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 I've... I get very, very ready to get offered invites to pitches. Mm. It's always nice when I do. Here we go. Bring the quality down. And Here I, we I, go. Should, I should point out that Tom's had short notice to put these pitches together. So we'll see. We'll see what kind of quality. I've been up since two a.m. So that's oh, exciting, isn't it? It's quite it's it's exciting. That. What a dream! Man. I'm smelling colours. Goodness. <laughs> <laughs> and Andrew, how are you? I'm very good. Oh, what well, about yourself? I'm not too bad. I'm buzzing for this. For this, vid- for this very video. Um, so, I'll explain the format briefly for anybody who doesn't know. We've all come to the table with three different pitches for this weekend's pay-per-view. We'll go around in a circle, Tom, then Andrew, then myself. We'll repeat that three times and we'll be left with nine lovely pitches. But the most golden of rule is, which we should always remember, it's not what we think's going to happen. It's, it's what, what we want, want to happen. Shellers. So it's what we want to happen. He's ruined it. He's ruined it already. Got a delay. But it's all right, Tom, because you're first. So what is your first <laughs> pitch of this video? Right, okay. Uh, so my first pitch is regarding the Owen Hart Foundation Cup. And the finals that are taking place on the night. Now, I've gone ahead and, and had a guesstimate as to who will be in those finals. Okay. So by mm. the time you watch this, maybe it's a different story. Oh, well, uh, yeah, we should point out that this is being recorded... Uh, and may well go out before this week's Dynamite. So there's yes. going to be stuff that we may mm-hmm. get wrong. But so, yes. hey, look, so for the purpose of this pitch, uh, the men's final is Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly, and the women's final is Ruby Soho and Dr. Britt Baker, DMT. Mm. Um, so the men's final, first of all, Owen Hart, Owen, Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly fighting for the Owen Hart Cup. They batter each other. Leave that friendship to one side. We're back in the those heady days, those halcyon days of NXT where they just ripped it up. And uh, 25 minutes into to a battle, Adam Cole gets knocked out of the ring. Seems to suffer an injury. Oh. Ooh. Can't put weight on his leg. <gasps> like, oh, no, it's, just, it's like Crown Jewel or wherever again with that best of the world tournament. What a <sighs> devastating end to things. Where is he? Is this, Here is this he comes. the end? <laughs> is this the end of that? It's not shaping oh. oh. Is this the end of the match? And Carly Riley's like, well, I've... I'll, I'll take a win by count out and the ref counts 
One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Don't worry, lads, I've got this! Oh no, oh no. From the barricade oh, no. leaps Bruce Hart. Oh! <laughs> it's a Brucey bonus! <laughs> Gets in the ring, jack it off, sunglasses stay on. Yes. Sizes up Kyle O'Reilly, immediately gets put in a leg lock, immediately taps out. Oh. Kyle O'Reilly wins the Owen Hart oh, men's. Oh, okay. Livid. Bruce Hart lives to fight another day. Later, <laughs> later on in the night, it's Ruby Soho and Dr. Britt Baker in the finals. Another war. Another I war between these two. I think I know what's going to happen, but go you, on. No, you don't. Okay. No, you don't. <laughs> Britt Baker wipes out Ruby Soho with an avalanche fisherman buster off the top rope. Both are down. The ref has to count one, two, oh, no. three, four, five, six, seven. They both get to their feet. It's okay. It's okay. Oh. They, they carry on fighting. They carry on fighting. We see Dr. Britt Baker throw Ruby Soho from the ring to the floor. Soho lands badly on her leg. She can't put any weight on her leg. What's this? And like, oh, no. We've got some medical people down here. We've got to make sure this, that, that she's all right to, to carry on. Medical people examining her, and the ref's like, what do we do? And... And Britt Baker's like, hey, I'll take a count out win. One, <laughs> oh, two, three, oh no. four, five, oh, six, no, here seven, eight, nine. Oh, Soho's back in the ring. Oh, my God. <laughs> it carries on. Soho and Baker back and forth. Soho on one leg, barely, barely still moving. Down she goes. Baker puts her in a sharpshooter. Leans back on the sharpshooter. And and there's a weird bit of commotion because like the the bell goes. Uh, oh, what's that all about? Oh no no no! To which the ref goes, I didn't call for the bell, and the timekeeper goes, Oh sorry mate, my mistake. The match continues. They continue to fight for another ten minutes. This is just an emotional war. Baker gets thrown into the corner where all of a sudden she hits her arm. Her arm's bad now. Oh. This is the arm she uses the lockjaw with. But she's getting checked over. She's all right. Don't worry. Okay. She's all right. Soho runs at her. She sends Soho flying to the outside of the ring. And over the barricade goes Soho. And the referee's going, oh, no, she won't get back into the ring in time. One, two. Don't worry, lads, I got this. Oh, no, no, no. Here's no. Bruce. No. <laughs> no, I knew it. Over the barricade. Jacket off, sunglasses stay on. <laughs> Sizes up Britt Baker, immediately gets put in the lockjaw, immediately yeah, taps yeah, out. Yeah. Dr. Britt Baker wins the Owen Hart Cup. What a night for Adam Cole. What a night for Britt Baker. Oh, yeah. What yeah, a night. Course. What a night of Brucey bonuses. And what and what a meal they're gonna have afterwards, because they're gonna have all these red herrings to dine out <laughs> on. Oh, that was good. Yeah. That was good. There that we was go. Phenomenal scenes straight away. Oh. Um, just want to reiterate, Tom did not have very long to put these pictures together. <laughs> and, no, uh, and the whole been awake since 2 a.m. thing. And that as well. Despite that, I'm giving it a yes for two reasons. One, I feel quite bad for you. But secondly, <laughs> um, it's so in character for Bruce. Because yeah. if you've watched any wrestling that involves the Hart family and Bruce is involved in the crowd or maybe doing a little bit of ringside work or whatever, it's all about Bruce. Mm. It's all about Bruce knows that it's all about Bruce. It's Absolutely. not about Brett. It's not about Owen. Yeah, they might be good, but Bruce is the star. Bruce and I think you've proven star that. of the show. And I think in a roundabout sort of way, you've also kind of pitched who you want to win 
uh, either tournament. Yeah, Bruce Hart. <laughs> well, and, and I certainly wouldn't be mad to see Adam Cole and Britt Baker win. I think that would that would fuel their heelishness going forward. Yeah, I mean, I mean, in amongst all that nonsense, there is like uh, some, there is a little story there. Like I like Britt Baker and yeah. Adam Cole being the Owen Hart. I, I wouldn't winners. mind if I think Kyle could viably win as well, being Canadian and funny like Owen Hart was. But um, I, I, it's it's a yes from me, Tom. Hey, yes, against all odds. Um, I don't think my heart has ever been as far... Like, I, I've never been in the situation of pitches, right, where I've listened to a pitch and it's been <laughs> so many times there's never been as many curveballs thrown. <laughs> my heart is genuinely pounding right now with that. I've not even had a coffee today. I've not even had a coffee. And for that, for that alone, the excitement, the drama... The absolute fear you've put in me, Tom, right now, <laughs> it, it gets a yes from me. Yes! And also it gets a yes because, keeping in character, he keeps his sunglasses on. Keeps mm. sunglasses, keeps his sunglasses, sunglasses on. on. Mm. Jacket off. <laughs> Amazing. Well, thank you both. It's a, a, what an exciting oh, start to proceedings. It's, it's a good start. I swear to God, I might... I think I'm going to have an answer. It. I can believe it. I feel, like, I feel like we've been on one of those, like... Interactive haunted house sort of. Yeah. Thing. <laughs> Are you gonna drop now? No. It's Bruce Hart. <laughs> Andrew, your first pitch, please. Oh, gods, how do I follow that up oh. now? So I'm, um, I'm gonna for my first one. We're going to the main event. So throughout the night, we see small s- segments alluding to something changing in Hangman's, Hangman's demeanor. Hangman. Is that Razor Ramon's opponent? Yeah, Hang-mang. yeah. Manga. Um, <laughs> perhaps we see the Dark Order scouring the backstage area in search of Page, hoping to wish him good luck in his title defense tonight against Punk. A few of them are reluctant to do so though as you know why should they be there for Paige when in more recent times he's not been there for them but eventually they're all on the same page and decide to continue looking for him Uh, they actually manage to catch up with him later on in the night sitting in a dressing room his back is turned towards the camera and as John Silver goes to tap him on the shoulder Paige turns around and we see him wiping his mouth his eyes are a little bit dark again, you know, when he had the dark oh, eyes and he's holding no. a drink in his hand. Oh. The dark order gets shot. What from Paige? And uh, that catches them off guard. But they ask if the friend's all right. They offer support in what is Hangman's biggest title defense yet, probably. Mm. Well, I mean, it is. Oh, it is. You know, oh, massively. Doubt. Yeah. Oh, one hundo. Paige is blunt. He tells the dark order he's fine. He just wants to focus and he abruptly walks away. So the match time comes and Paige makes his way down the ramp. He's still got his drink in hand. He's visibly more aggressive and agitated in the ring as well. You know, his moves and strikes look stiffer. Um, Almost as if he's trying to prove a point that he is as good, if not better than the best in the world. Towards the end of the match, however, it looks as though Punk has the upper hand. He hits a Pepsi plunge only to get a two count, right? Shocked, Punk's doing the whole only only two, right? Just, is that just... Just You're to, joking! You did, not three, t- just, just How two. How many? Just, mm. oh, just two. <laughs> and uh, and as he's doing that, Paige crawls to the corner. Coincidentally, it's the same corner in which he set his drink down. He slyly takes a big sip no. and pulls himself up into no. the corner. Punk signals he's going to follow this up because Paige is in the corner now. He's going to follow this up with a running knee, but Paige drops in the corner before Punk can connect with it. Reading the sign... Punk believes that Paige is done. He picks him up on his shoulders, ready for the GTS. Turns to the hard cam with confidence. Um, which also means then Punk it, Punk's back is subsequently turned to the ref too. Um, but Punk is then blinded in the face with a face full of beer as Paige sprays the alcohol held in his mouth right in the eyes of CM Punk. This perfectly sets Punk up for the bookshop 
and a win for Adam Page. Whoa. The crowd, everybody. The crowd, yes, they are livid, as they have written here in bold and in italics. They are livid. Their favorite anxious millennial cowboy has turned his back on them, but, but Page takes the mic to tell the fans it was them that turned their box on, backs on him, their box on him. Uh-huh. Page survives, <laughs> he endures, and still plastered on the internet that's, there's talks of him being the worst AEW champion to Ooh. date. You take the side of punk after he abandoned you for seven years, and yet here I was trying to win your love, trying to craft my legacy, and as soon as I reached the top, you tossed me aside. Mm. Well, here's the thing. I've beaten the best wrestler, Brian Danielson. I've beaten Monsters in Lance Archer, and now I've beaten the best in the world. There's no one left. So guess what? You better get used to me being your champion for a long time. Page drops the mic. He heads up the ramp. He's flipping the crowd off as he walks backwards. And as he draws closer to one of the tunnels at the top of the ramp, however, he comes to a stop as he backs into a hooded figure. He slowly turns as the figure removes the hood to reveal an old adversary. Hiroshi Tanahashi is here. Oh my goodness gracious me. Stares down Adam Page. You maverick. To close out the show. Yas, queen. Yas, slay, Andrew. And uh, yeah, that's, that's how it closes out. Now, I recall back in bullet uh, sorry back in new japan when page was part of bullet club hiroshi tanahashi used to be like look you're i like you but there's poison inside you i'm gonna get that poison straight out of you young man Fair enough. and uh, i thought it would be a nice way to tie it all back together especially with the new japan show coming up as well setting something up for that because uh, we've not really had any build for that as of yet Really? Yeah. So setting something up for that, you know, Hiroshi Tanahashi coming to AEW to see how uh, Adam Page is kind of faring now. He's the champion kind of thing. I'll tell you what, Andrew, it's a big yes from me. Oh, I love it. Jack. I thought it was fantastic. Frank- I am. Um, I uh, for me, there'll be two satisfactory conclusions of Double or Nothing in real life. Yeah. Either Punk wins. Um, or Hangman wins in this sort of fashion. Yeah. Being a bit naughty. naughty. Yeah. And uh, I thought it was fantastic. Beer in my eyes. What do you so I wanted to say that before, but I thought <laughs> Not I was an IPA at two points. Really. <laughs> oh, that's very good. We haven't even rehearsed. It's <laughs> that's so good. good. What do you think, Tom? Um, I I was ready to say no. Oh my Ooh. goodness! Because I I'm not bi- I don't like the idea of them making Hangman Page a heel because he's drinking again. Look at you falling mm. back on a very difficult wagon. Look at falling back into your demons. Boo you! Ooh. How dare you be so weak as to become an alcoholic? That's again. kind of true. So that, I was a bit uneasy about that, but then you won me round with. The uh, the speech at the end, which mm. which you know, I think some of the best wrestling is buried in home truths. Yeah, and there is some home truths. Like people said, oh, I'm the worst champion ever, and now I've beaten all the best mm. ones. And you know what? You set up some nice intrigue for a Page Tadahashi thing, yeah. despite the fact that I am not as au fait with the Page Tadahashi relationship. I guess that's what you that's the story you tell in the weeks to come. Yeah, they yeah, could do yeah, some yeah. videos on that. Yeah, <laughs> you, can, you can retrofit pre-con that whatever. Mm. Uh, so yeah, yeah, yes. Oh, Jack, what's your first one, young man? I have to ask before I do this, because I've got an extra little bit, but Ooh. I'm hesitant to throw it in in case one of you guys has got it as well. So do either of you have I can still do the the main pitch. Mm-hmm. I've got Bruce you, Hart in mind. Have you right. caught have any of you got the tag title match? I don't. You don't I, I have okay. but um, but I have an alternative pitch that I can pivot should yours be too similar to mine. 
So you go well, with the, yours. I don't think the bulk of mine will be too similar, but there's an addendum that I can leave off. Well, no, go, yeah. with, go with yours as, as your, your vision tells. Okay. It's fine, and I, I'll, um, I'll pivot accordingly. It's fine. So it's the tag title, three-team match. It's Jurassic Express, Team Taz, and Swerve Strickland and Keith Lee. Um, now, oh, no, lads. Wait, I've just realized. Oh. I've done this in sort of more of a linear. Like oh. Two of them are t- I, need, I need to flip reverse the order, as Ross would say. <laughs> so I'm going to do wait, wait. A, a different one first because it feeds into the ah, second. Ah, that mm. sounds good. So oh. we're instead going to the TBS title match between Jade Cargill and Anna Jay, which I think, and I hope I'm not being too harsh, is one of like the worst built matches on the show because it's just been kind of thrown out there. Mm-hmm. We've seen Anna Jay in this sort of role before. I think she's great, but this doesn't do her any justice. I don't think I've really built to it much at all. Yeah. Um, Jade Cargill destroys Anna Jay, I've written here. It's very gruesome and sad. <laughs> After the match, Mark's, which lasts seconds, Mark Sterling and the baddies are all celebrating, and Jade's like, no, that was disappointing. I want more of a challenge. Tony Khan, who else have you got? We go to Gorilla, and Tony's like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what Tony sounds like. Exactly like that. Oh, Lord, where's Cody? He normally helps. <laughs> he normally does this bit. Um, and he sends out the nearest person to him, who happens to be the librarian, Lever Bates. She gets instantly squashed, of course. Jade's like, that's not enough. Who else have you got? I'm going to defend my title three times in one night. Another title match right now, please. Ooh. Strange music hits. Jade is well distracted. She's looking at the entrance like, what is going on? And turns slowly around after realizing they're not coming out the front. She turns around straight into an eclipse. It's Ember Moon, you guys. Oh! Or Athena or yeah. whatever she'll be known as. Um, and it's 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 exciting times. The ref is shocked. He's not quite yet ready to start the match because he's like, is Jade okay? What's going on? So while he's, while he's messing about, Ember takes out the bodies and hits another eclipse. I kind of envision this like, remember when Rollins beat Lesnar at WrestleMania? So he just took full advantage. He was just stomp after stomp. Yeah. And everything. That's what Ember's doing, but the match hasn't started yet. Finally, the ref's like, Jade, do you still want to have this match? But she's too proud. She does still want to have the match. She goes, yes, of course, but she's groggy. Ember hits the third clips one two three hang on what's just happened ember moon's the new tbs champion now the reason for this and this and you might argue that yes it's it's ruined you know they've built up jade so much why would they just end it like this i think i'm kind of trying to rectify the situation a little bit because for me jade's position as tbs champion is only getting herself over at that level whereas i think the other women on the card could benefit from having these longer more work rating matches mm. with ember moon and if jade was pushed higher she'd eventually win the world title which is more kind of her, her level just in terms of her presence and everything, maybe not her experience. And I think that if she's wrestling women higher up the card, she's facing people who are in theory already over mm. rather than being people who need help getting over and she's squashing them mm. at the minute. It's a strange one. Uh, and I wanted to bury this in the middle of my pictures, but it does feed into my first first one. So I, I've gone for I've gone for that. That's my pitch. That's nice. Tom's Tom's not happy. I just, I feel like, yeah, I I feel like, I I hear what you're saying, like, oh, Jay Cargill surely has uh, bigger things in the pipeline. Right. But why rush through the pipeline? Like, I I kind of, (laughs) I don't know, know. it's pitches, isn't it? Yeah, it's got to come up with something. Um, I I don't like the idea of Cargill getting uh, beaten by... Uh, an ex WWE guy. Okay. Okay. An ex WWE talent in such quick order. I feel Fair like enough. this is the sort of idea that a lot of AEW fans would rally against. Mm-hmm. Having somebody that AEW's built up from the ground up to have a WWE guy, WWE performer come in. Yeah. 
Uh, I am using guy in the in the in the non yeah, of course. in the yeah. non-gender yeah, sense <laughs> as, as as Bruce did earlier. Um, <laughs> And and I I I'm it's a no. Fair I don't, I don't mm. want. I don't think Jade should lose that belt yet. I like the idea of maybe it being Ember down mm. the line. Okay, but certainly not in like a oh surprise beat you by right. Mm. Like if you're gonna do that, I think whoever whoever beats Jade Cargill will be grown by it. And I feel like there's there's a better story mm. to tell. So fair enough. As much as I love your face, Jack, it's a no. Oh, that's all right, Tom. Uh, See, Andrew. I I I do agree with Tom, but then at the same time, now that you sort of mentioned like it, the, the the belt at the moment isn't really. I just kicked a PC. Are we all okay? Yeah, I'm just furious <laughs> that Tom said no. I'm just, I'm just like, furious. Officer yeah. Jones, are you okay down there? <laughs> are you all, is everything all right? Are, are you I'm okay? Good. I'm just needed to click my knee. Is the PC okay? The PC's fine. Well, the get so I thought I thought I needed to click my knee, and I just. Stretch my knee out and just went bang. bang. Just kick the PC. Sorry, Andrew. Absolutely. Don't, no, click, no, no, it, don't no, no. click it again or you'll end up in Kansas. <laughs> um, whilst that, I absolutely do agree with Tom. I think at the same time, you made a really good point in that I think the belt's not really elevating more of the mid Carter mm. women at the moment. And that is the problem because, like, now uh, who is the credible challenger really for the title? Right. And I can't really think of anybody at the moment. Um, so I think something like that would actually be a big surprise. You'd take Jay by surprise, she can then go on to be like, look, I, well, you know, actually, no, she did ask for it, didn't she? She did. But I wasn't for prepared it. for but it. She, she could do something. She could say that, you know, Ember cheated. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. something like that. Like, I, I, I would quite genuinely like to see that. And I think Athena would fit oh, yeah. perfectly within the, within the AEW women's roster as well. So, um... I can see both of your sides here. So I'm going to go there. Ah, oh. no, I've done what you did. There. It's carnage today. I'm going to go there. I'm going there. Triple H did that in 2005. No. Dave would have never gone through that. The no, Umaga no. spike. It's the, it's the bison would have trooper never come from, yeah. um, from Street Fighter. There you go. Uh, now you are a real bison trooper. <laughs> That's Zangief for I'm everybody. I'm going to go yes and no because I think there's benefits <laughs> to both. Okay, fair enough. Don't hurt your bottom part sitting on the fence. <laughs> oh. Tom, your second pitch, please. Right, okay. Because yours is doing something more with the tag titles. Yeah. Um, I'm going to pivot a little bit and I'm going to go a bit off-piste. Oh no! Um, you don't need to. You no, 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 your, no, 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 because because I had a little idea in my mind's eye. Okay. That I'm gonna busk a little bit. So let's go with it. <clears throat> okay. So uh, it's a two pronged attack. Uh, Death Triangle, House of Black. Okay. Mm -hmm. Right there for a six man. Yes. It's just gonna be a war. Oh. Just all oh, my days. Goodness absolute, me. Absolute shenanigans all the way through. Uh, one by House of Black. Mm. But there is respect earned at the end. Oh, okay. So there's like a, you know, there's there's you know, there's, a, there's a there's a knowing nod, there's a knowing nod, and uh, they drift away. So the House of Black leaves, and then Death Triangle leaves, and there's just there's just something weird about it. We don't think any more about it. We come to the Hardys versus the Young Bucks. Now this is a big match for the Young Bucks because they're trying to you know find their form once again. And for yeah. the Hardys, it's their first match on pay per view. So there's a lot in this, and they go for it. They geek. They give us. A 25-minute blinder, you know. But here's the thing. It's not always about the happy endings. Oh. Lights oh. go out. Lights come back up. You have a combination of Death Triangle and House of Black all around the ring. Ooh. You know, one in another, then one in another, all around the ring. Smoke billowing everywhere. All of a sudden, the Bucks go, hey, it's them, and it's them. Both teams get in the ring 
and just batter the Bucks and the Hardys. Just there's just no saving them. Just no saving them. And it's then that it dawns on everybody watching that the House of Black and Death Triangle batted each other earlier. And now they've decided, you know what? If we got our SH1T together, we could run this place. And we have this shot of the Hardys and the Bucks broken <clears throat> and the House of Black standing over. Well, the House of Death. The House, the House of, of Black Death. Black Death. The House of Black Death. The House of Black Death. Bloody hell. Gee, the Triangle House. The House of Black Death. Have I stolen your like, punchline? Were you going to... No, no, no. Oh, but no, actually, I didn't have a name for them. So oh, I oh. like House of Death. So there, So there. And, and then we are ushered into a terrifying new era or, of the House or, of Death. Um, Black Triangle as well. Yeah. <laughs> Coming or, at you from or, my angle. Or House Triangle. <laughs> <laughs> or Dry Death. Yeah, Dry Death. <laughs> house Angles. I Alex like Albrahante's Friends of Fun. Friends of Fun. <laughs> <laughs> now, you can have some fun, you know, spinning off from that. You know, you've got, you've always got sort of the broken Matt Hardy. Mm. Maybe you tell the story that, that Matt Hardy doesn't really get a beating like the others do. Ooh. So maybe we put, and it's kind of, and, and, and you know, the, the Dark Order is one of those teams that was very much part of the early days of AEW. I personally feel like that they've lost their steam. And I feel like something like this, the House of Death, is a more, is a refreshed, uh, more aggressive version of what that vision was going to be. Yeah. And you can mm. tell a new story there. Their first feud could even be the Dark Order. And that could be the passing of the torch of spooky teams, mm. potentially. Uh, Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I think that's brilliant, Tom. It's a big yes from me. Oh, I love wonderful. It. And if that, is, if that was your reserve one as well. That was kind of off the cuff a little good. bit. My, 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 pitch, really good. my pitch too, I ain't using, but I'll, I'll tell you that later. 
Yeah, when we get to my tag one, I might ask for your what, like just a brief. What yeah, your, yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll yeah. tell you what I had. I think actually, I think what I said there was probably better than that. Then, one. then it so. well, it's it's definitely yes from me. Hey, thank you. If I could take my shirt off in and wang it around my head multiple <laughs> times, <laughs> I absolutely would at, at the idea of that. That's so good, Tom. He's bloody good. That's so He's bloody good. good. What's he like? And then man? I'd love to see as well. I'd love to see. Um, the Hardys and the Bucks have to work together as as well. Yeah. yeah. Even though they're like butting heads and they're on separate pages, like you got the innovators oh there and God. you got and New Blood there. Imagine when they finally come up against like FTR and they and they might not want the Bucks' help. And they're mm. like, no, we're Rogue Squadron. <laughs> oh, <laughs> names getting thrown out everywhere. Here. Um. Oh uh, yeah. I, I mean, what what a pitch. I Thank love you. That. Yeah. Thank so you good. Thank you. So good. Andrew. Um, mine's a, my second one's a dead simple one, and it's that just Kyle O'Reilly beats Adam Cole in the Owen Hart Cup tournament final. Hey, oh, I know. Um, so we know we saw them on Rampage, and they said they're both up for a little competition, and both you know in the ring they gel so well, like Ring of Honor NXT. Like every single time they step in the ring together, it's so so good. New Japan. Uh, that and one yes, time. Yeah, yeah. That one, yeah. Um, they did joke about a little finger poker doom action at Double or Nothing, and I right. I'm not saying I want to see that. Oh. I'd love to see something though, where like O'Reilly lays down at the beginning of the match, calling for Cole. Come here, come on, come get the win, come get the win, and then O'Reilly goes for the sneaky little roll. So like, Yorkshire, I, come on, come on, lad, come on, get young boy. Today. And he's like, and then you know O'Reilly rolls him up. He's like, oh, 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 I'm just teasing. I, I honestly think if O'Reilly gets to the final, that they might start the match with that. Yeah, me yeah, too. Me too. Just small nuances like that mm. would be fantastic, and then especially if over time. They use this match to like drive and develop storylines a little bit further as well. So like for example, I'd also love to see Kyle not only carrying the cup around, but also winning the tag titles with Fish as well. Mm-hmm. And kind of rubbing it in Cole's face, the fact that he's won the title and the tournament before Cole's won anything in mm-hmm. AEW. Uh, and then that could lend itself, you know, to a rivalry between the two or spur, spur Cole on to become like more desperate in his attempts to prove he's the leader of the Undisputed Elite before the likes of Kenny Omega or Switchblade Jade White returns to the scene more prominently. Yes. Um, plus, you know, obviously, O'Reilly, as you said, Canadian submission technician, all-round great wrestler and storyteller. It'd be a lovely and satisfying way to conclude the tournament since Dax was robbed and it should have been Dax all along. <laughs> no, should have been Dax I, all along. I, I think we were all blinded at the start by Dax. I think that he's... Oh, I love Dax. He's, like, fantastic. Yeah. Um, but... He's a Bret Hart guy. And I, I think Kyle is more comparable to Okay, Owen that's fair that's enough. That's a great that, that, that is a good show. I also thought it was going to be dark. I really thought it was the way dark. they built it up. Like, I've got to do this for my family. Mm. It's all about this. Ooh, it's my favourite Yeah, and then... Ooh, my and legs then, are sore. My, my legs. Pathetic ducks. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 sorry. Told him. Sorry, I don't know wow. Told him. Sorry, I'm... Um, don't quite came over me. It's yeah. a big yes for me, Andrew. So, will you finish with your pick? Yeah, yeah. It's done, a big done, yes for me. Done. I don't know what else to add. Yes. Thanks. I think simple and effective. I like. I like O'Reilly you know, being the braggadocious, almost younger brother, being like the, the Owen Hart to Adam mm, Cole's Bret Hart almost. That would be so good. Mm. You know, but, you know, it it picks up the nice old school story and mm. I think there's some fun to be had with it. So, yeah, I'm going to give you a yes. Oh, oh, thank you. Double yes. Fantastic. This is a strong video for pictures and I'm scared <laughs> to follow up with what I was going to do originally. So, it's the tag title match. It's Jurassic Express. It's Team Taz. Mm-hmm. It's Shane Strickland and Keith Lee or Swerve Strickland and Keith Whoa. Lee. Jungle Boy, because his girlfriend's just been dealt with by Jade Cargill, 
his head is gone. He just, he's that's gone. the little bit. So it's it's affecting his performance in the match. He's getting in trouble with the ref. He's getting frustrated by the other team's tactics. He's almost getting rolled up, that sort of thing. Mm. Christian Cage at ringside is like, what? Get your head in, like, like in High School Musical. Get your head in the game. Gotta get your head in the game. <laughs> uh, and in many ways, Jungle Boy is the Zac Efron of, of AEW. He is. Um, does he want to do drama? Does he want to do basketball? <laughs> Who knows? Um, God. Eventually, it all boils down to the three smaller members of each team in the ring. The three bigger lads have all taken each other out in some sort of horrific incident, I've said, on the ramp or horrific something like that. Horrific incident? Well, you know, they've all gone, whoa, we're all big. <laughs> <laughs> Boom! <laughs> A bit like that scene, is it, in Street Fighter, the animated movie, where E. Honda and... Is it is it Balrog or Zangief fall off the cliff? Oh no! Oh, oh, there's no. a scene in the li- in mine and Matthew's favorite film, the live action Street Fighter movie, where E Honda and Zangief have a a fight over Bison's built. He's like a dictator, and he's built like a model city of Bison Topia or whatever. And nice. And they end and towards the end they have a fight on that city, and it's like Godzilla and King Kong, like knocking buildings <laughs> over and stuff. Stunning. Really bad, really bad. Stunning. But I do. Th- I think they actually put in like dinosaur, like. <laughs> it's so bad. Um, anyway, all that's what all three of the bigger lads have done in this match. Big lads. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're strong. Uh, it's the three smaller lads in the ring. Ooh, we're the pretty small ones. <laughs> um, Shane Strickland gets knocked to the outside. It's Jungle Boy and Swerve. They're cancelling each other out. Neither man can get the advantage. But uh-oh, as Jungle Boy hits the ropes... Here he comes. It's Keith Lee. Yay! Blind. Blind. <laughs> that's what he does. That's his name. Yeah, when he comes up. But his neck was so long there. Yeah. Um, he blind tags himself in and takes Jungle Boy out. And now it's just uh, Starks and Keith in the ring. And Keith is backing Starks down. I imagine Starks is really good in this role. Like, no, please, mm-hmm. no, please. Um, you're so strong. Uh, and then you think that it's all over for him when chair to the knee from behind. It's not Powerhouse Hobbs who did that. It's Swerve Strickland, and he's done that to Keith Lee. Keith buckles. Strickland passes the chair to Ricky Starks, who looks absolutely shocked, but batters Keith Lee with it. Some sort of finisher with the chair involved as well, Mm, probably. mm. Uh, One, two, three. Team Taz are the new tag team champions, and in kind of shades of Roddy Strong joining the Undisputed Era, they also now have a new member, which is Swerve Strickland. Um, The addendum, or the the bit I was going to add on, was possibly going to be Christian turning on Jungle Boy. But if this is going to happen at this one, we can save that for another yeah. time. But me and Andrew have both noticed that Christian's been, he's a, a, he's a he's been a bit of an, a naughty man. He keeps on going, you sound like a loser, Jungle Boy, mm. but you're not. And I'm like, oh, when's he going to... Are you making matches for him and everything? But no, I think I think the Strickland, the, the whole, like... He's really cool. He's like cooler than you and stuff. And I think that could really do well as a, as a heel as well. I know that Ricky Starks is also in Team Taz as kind of the mouthpiece and mm. everything. But together, I think they'd work really well. We know Swerve can work well in a group as he did with Hit Row for a little, for a sadly short while. And um, I think that now that Hook's off with his new goth mate, <laughs> they need maybe more numbers. Taz needs then. a new sub. Yeah, he does. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that um, many, many like months or whatever down the line, when you eventually do have one of them breaking free or Hobbs or whatever, there's some really good matchups to be had there as well. So mm. that's what I've But I also for. like the potential juxtaposition of having Team Taz challenged by Hookhausen. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's quite I good. like that as well. Yeah. Ooh. 
Fantastic. Anyway, that that's my that's my pick. Ooh. You know, I'll, I, it's a it's a yes from me. I thought you'd say no because your boy Keith once again has been. Yeah, but I, I can I can respect a good storyline if it means Keith gets. Mm. You've also got him getting his revenge. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Keith's revenge. Yeah. I think Keith as a singles performer is excellent. I think him and Swerve yeah. have been great, but this is certainly something that gets you from A to B. When I was deciding which one to turn heel, because it was between one of the two, and I thought you can't be turning Keith. Too lovable. Yeah, But incidentally, my the the pitch that I ended up bidding off involved Christian turning on Jungle Boy. I'm glad oh. then. That's so, okay. Okay. We, were, we were on we were on a similar wavelength yeah. there. Yeah. Um, but I like the way that I, I thought that's where you were going with it, and then that turned out to be a little. He's a red as you could say. You were the swervy JPs. Yeah, it's a yes from me. What thank you. Reckon, yes from me as well. Oh, thank you. Guys. Hello, yes. That that would be so good to see. And um, as we as as you guys were talking then about like you know stuff to do with Hookhausen and and Hook, like how good would it be if Taz did kind of start being more fatherly towards Swerve or something. <laughs> and that gets in, and that, and Hook's like, hey, Dad, what are you doing, lad? Like, what's going on here? It's like Rocky Five. It is, it is. Like, you've replaced Rocky. me, Papa. Papa, yeah. you've replaced me. Yeah. And then you get something down the line with those two. Like, that'd be kind of, I'd quite like that too. Mm. But Swerve, Swerve's so good as a heel. He's amazing as a baby face. Like he's good he as now, yeah, but he's but... like he's he is so good as a heel, mm. and uh, I think he kind of I think he'd suit the the group really well, actually. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Thank you. You're Cheers. welcome. Right, Tom. Third and final Your pitch. Third and final pitch, please. Okay. Um, it is the Arena Anarchy match mm. between the Jericho Appreciation Society. I think that's what they're called. Yes, they are. And uh, Santana, Ortiz, Eddie Kingston, and the Blackpool Combat Club. Andrew hates those guys. I hate them so much. I hate the Jericho Appreciation. I've never heard Andrew hate anything, but... Andrew, yeah, you don't hate anything. This combination of fellows in a stable, he gets his goat. Harry Potter and that. Get a lie. Stupid wizards. Get a lie. Gryffindor are a fine team. Um... So we're going to lean into um, the Blackpool Combat Club in particular. Okay. Mm-hmm. I like the idea of Regal, Moxie, and Danielson all coming out on donkeys. <laughs> <laughs> it's the third pitch. We're in third pitch territory here, aren't we? <laughs> so that's the. Don't worry. It's nothing to do with donkeys. You'll be glad to know. That's Uh-oh. just a little extra. If we could do okay. it, that'd be nice. Um, maybe to like a like an organ. <laughs> Um, <laughs> during the match, right? Yeah. It's the arena anarchy, so the fight goes everywhere. And it goes into the depths, the bowels of the arena. And Regal motions for his band of guys to bring the fight to a, to a corridor where there's a door. And there's a double door. The do- double door is labeled Coral Island. Moxie grabs Jericho by the scruff of his neck. The little wizard. Stupid wizard. Stupid wizard. <laughs> And throws him through the door, okay. labeled Coral Island. On the other side of that door, and I believe that young Jamie has a picture ready <sighs> to show us. On the other side of that door, oh, look at that, God. is Coral <laughs> Island, a full-size replica of Blackpool's top family amusement arcade no. <laughs> and yes. casino, complete with indoor roller coaster. What? They Where? There is one. There is one. Shall I send no. young Jamie another picture? I've never been to Blackpool. You never been to Blackpool? No. Yeah. But if I do now, I'm going. I know where I'm going. Go there. Coral Island. Coral Island. There's, there is one. No. Yes. There yes. There we go. That pit. There it is. <laughs> That's a roller There's somebody having a lovely time on the little pyro roller coaster 
Bollocks. around Coral Island. Less than safe. <laughs> a full-size, to- no expense spared from TK, a full-size replica of the Coral Island Amusement Arcade <laughs> okay. spills out in front of the competitors. It, and from here... It fits the theme, double it, or nothing. It does. Yeah, it yeah does. exactly, because they were thinking Blackpool Casino when they said double yeah, or nothing. Yeah, they wanted it in Blackpool, but they had to settle for the MGM Grand. Yeah. The fight spills out across the arcade. We've got Jake Hager and Eddie Kingston fighting in the basketball arcade machine. <laughs> Ah. We've got Danielson banging Garcia's head into Tekken Tag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Santana, all, the, all the two Ps. <laughs> Santana and Ortiz hitting 3.0 with that whack-a-mole yeah. hammer. Oh. All the way through there. Moxie and Jericho on the pirate roller coaster, throwing cuddly toys from the grabber <laughs> at each other all the way around. Eventually, they do take it too far. Oh. They take it too far. As Eddie Kingston throws, throws Jake Hager with alarming force into the coin dropper. No, not oh, that, no, the coin no. dropper. Yes. That's the first thing I thought of, obviously. That's exactly. what you think. Exactly, and it's straight through. Two Ps and oh. one Ps cascade everywhere. Riga was just on the edge of it. He was about to win. He was about to win a penny chew. <laughs> that was <laughs> he it. He spent about two quid on in two Ps. The owner comes over. The owner, you just hear, right, that's it! <laughs> there's, a, there's, a, there's a burly man comes out from behind the, uh, the, the little shelter area where you, you know, hand your tickets in to get a pencil sharpener. Mm. And he says, you've cost me £12.32 there. <laughs> get out before I call the police. And he shoots them out with a broom. Mm. <laughs> the fight then falls, goes back into the arena okay. with William Regal wondering, wonder what all that was about. Was it a dream? Was it a Blackpool hallucination? <laughs> it happened in front of our very eyes at AEW Double or Nothing. Very good. Um, I like the thought just... It, when they all come back into the arena, one's got like a balloon, this candy floor. <laughs> yeah. What's going on? I want, I want, and I want Bruce Hart somewhere, maybe playing a slot. Oh, machine. not Bruce! Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, lads, I got this. I would like to see a cameo from uh, Adam Pacitti, who once worked in an arcade. Yeah, apparently. yeah, yeah she did. For any Americans watching who might not, I don't know if they've got these kind of arcades in America. It's not an adult establishment. It's fun for all the family. It is like um, a Dave and Busters. Right, is that yeah. like sort of thing? It's like a cheaper mm. bit Dave and Busters. I, I'm from the seaside ish. Mm. And and we like a, to be beside. We've got a big um, Dunes arcade there. There's also a bowling alley in it as well, but oh. no roller coaster. But that pitch really took me home. It took me back to my there roots. There you go. Back. And I really enjoyed it. Yeah. So um, do we like a replica it... of Coral Island? Well, being it, yeah, I, I love that. At first, at first, it was going to go too far for me almost. <laughs> Because I thought it was more like a Narnia situation where they were transported <laughs> to the Narnia that is Blackpool. But, I mean, yeah, you never know. Could do that. I really like the thought of what do AEW audiences not from the UK think of our towns and cities? Because Pack made Newcastle look like sort of an industrial nightmare wasteland. <laughs> yeah, it did. It did. And and um, which is very which is accurate. <laughs> and there's, also, there's that video that he did where he was walking around going, "Oh, I'm stuck over here, like it's rubbish." <laughs> and uh, words to that effect. Yeah, yeah. And there's one bit where he's on the stairway, like a like a like old stone staircase. He stood there going, "Oh, I'm well grumpy, like." And uh, <laughs> I'm like, oh, "I know that staircase. I saw somebody take it." Bits up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just up from the quayside. Yeah, but it's it. steep, it's steep, it's steep well stairs. My oh, mum hates man. that. She hates it. Yeah. But I take her up there. Oh. <laughs> you make her walk. <laughs> I make her. I make her. Okay. Um. Uh, yeah. It's a yes from me, hundred percent. But also, Thank they think you. the Blackpool is like a grizzled, like combat 
town and stuff. Mm. Uh, really, we all know it for the donkeys and, it's and do- beaches. It's rides, and, do- donkey rides on the beach. Yeah, and the tower. It's the tower. Mm. It's uh, light entertainment. Yeah. We could have even got so, a Bernard Manning cameo in there oh, if we wanted. Definitely <laughs> not. <laughs> he was maybe doing comedy on the stage going, oh, wrestling. Oh. Oh, my mother. Get my mother-in-law in here immediately. But, oh. but in fa- I do get why they've used Blackpool because there is the history of the Northwest and all the yeah. wrestling and down the pier and can you beat this wrestler and it's all, mm. all but it's carny, it's fake. Yeah. Oh, it's you. just lean. It's just because it's Blackpool Combat Club. Mm. It leans into the, the the bright and colourful history of Blackpool. Yes, I like. That. It's a yes from me. A yes from me. Thank in you. the uh, in the cameos, I was thinking when the manager person comes out, it could be Regal's best mate, uh, Robbie Brookside or something. Oh, that'd be lovely. From Liverpool. That would that would actually be really lovely. So something or something Peter like that. Your Peter <laughs> K. Yeah, Peter <laughs> K. Peter K. Could play the guy. Hey, mouth. It was too obvious. I was going to go PKs and catering. What's he seeing there? Full of ones, chicken legs, cheesecake, garlic. I'd make, yeah, of course. (laughs) Garlic bread. Bread. It's spitting. (laughs) Everybody in it spitting. Hey, hey. Sony Khan, what's this? Garlic bread. Where's Cadbury's fingers? (laughs) Taste. Tastes the same. What would you, just turn into Peter Kerr. It is now. It is. It's a yes from me, Tom. Yay. It's a yes from me. Thank you very it's much. Fun. It's very, very fun. Much obliged. I, Thank you so I much. I liked it lots. Mm. Are we ready? What's ready? your last pitch, Andrew? Pitch numero three-o. Yes. The last one. Are we ready? All this TNT title commotion, you know, it's slightly confusing at the moment, boys. If, yes. if I do say so myself, mm, there's no clear face in this scenario. Even Kazarian was getting booed on Rampage when he showed up to smash the TNT title with Tay and Sammy. Yeah. He looked lovely. Fantastic. Wearing a lovely suit. Yes. Yeah. It's all a bit muddled. He looked like a reservoir dog. He did look like a did, reservoir dog. He? Yeah. Um, Mr. So... Kaz. He's got it. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't think of a colour associated with Frankie Kazoo. So this this part of this pitch takes place on the Dynamite before Double or Nothing, right? So a match is scheduled. Sammy Guevara and Frankie Kazarian versus Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page. A blow-off for everything that's been happening over the last flu, f- flu few weeks with a stipulation. If Sammy and Frankie win, they both get a shot at the TNT title in a triple threat match against Sky at Double or Nothing. The match happens, but it quickly descends into chaos. Paige Van Zandt and Ty get into the fold, and the commotion leads to Sammy getting a cheap low blow in on Ethan, resulting in a win and a scheduled match. The commotion doesn't stop there, though. The rest, security guards, backstage personnel, the lot storm the ring and try to break the teams apart to no avail. Hey, 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 says Tony Khan at the top of the ramp, (laughs) calling for some order. Tony scold, scold. I said this before, right? Scolds, 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 yeah. scolds the performers in the ring for the lack of disrespect and unprofessionalism shown towards the TNT title as of late. If anything, he should revoke the title from Sky's possession and instate the rule that no one in that ring right now can ever challenge for the TNT championship ever again. Mm. However, if Tony, if if anything, you know, Tony's a fair man, and the fans want to see these wrestlers absolutely tear each other to shreds. So a match at Double or Nothing is official, on one condition though. In an effort to actually bring some prestige and respect back to the belt, there needs to be a challenger worthy of doing just that. So at Double or Nothing, it won't be a triple threat match. No, no, no. It'll be a fatal four-way match with a competitor of my choosing. Tony's choosing. Okay. And by all accounts, there's going to be a huge section. Of Las no. Vegas audience rallying behind this man. Alan Section! <laughs> it's match time at Double or Nothing, everybody, and the three announced competitors are in the ring. They can't keep themselves from butting heads because they don't like each other. Yeah. So they're 
already squaring up to one another before the unannounced participant has made their way to the ring. The arena goes dark for a moment until green lasers illuminate the entrance way. When all... When all Break the names... And a tank comes down the ring. Don't worry, lads, I've got this! When the name Claudio Castagnoli fills the screen on the Titantron, the fourth man in this TNT title bout has arrived. It's the man himself. You're bringing Claudio in! Oh, big cloud boy. Cloud. Cloud Cloud and Sephiroth. Yeah. That's Antifa and Eric. Cloud bringing strife. Oh, that's very good. I get it also. Who who wins? I understood that reference. Cesaro wins? Sorry, Claudio wins. Because... Whoever wins, I feel like whoever wins now, whoever's got the belt, the other person's going to keep coming for them anyway, yeah. and then there's going to be no, like... We need a circuit breaker. We need a circuit breaker. Yeah, we, break. we, we do. We, do. Mm. we need big cast. And you, Our cast. Big yeah. cast. Big mm. cast. You know who um, You know who I think should be his first? Sean and Jay yeah. after this. John Silver. Oh, that's a good And they can shot. both have a little moment where they run... You know when they both... They both do a thing where they like get a star like they're in Mario and mm. just... That'd be so good. That'd oh, be great, man. Now you're booking it. Now you're booking it. I imagine Silver trying to do like the, like the doink thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be amazing. But it, it's a yes from me. Thank uh, you. Love it. I was thinking when you mentioned that one, I was like, oh, that's not one I would have tackled because I think it's too messy to sort out for us yeah. mere mortals. But mm. you've done it. You've really done it. Thanks. I, I like the idea of a circuit breaker. Yeah. Somebody that goes, right, okay, we're going to get the belt back on them and then mm-hmm. we're just going to uh, crack on as we were. And mm. I like the idea of Cesaro being... He's the sort of guy that you could put on telly every week yep. and will have different, exciting, engaging matches mm. with different, exciting, engaging <clears throat> opponents yes. of all sizes and, and shapes. So I think he'd be the right person to have. Because the whole thing with the TNT title is, wasn't it, is this like this is the belt that you defend on television every week. This is, their, this is mm. the modern-day television championship. Cody did it really well. At the yeah, start. yeah, he did. Yeah, really, yeah. really well. And now it's become one of the more heavily criticised sections of the one of the more heavily criticised divisions in AEW really. it just felt dead weird when they got their sledgehammer to it I know there's uh, two belts obviously <laughs> I, you know and what like, what oh. relatively little damage the sledgehammer I know yeah they were <laughs> missing it half no. the time hitting the concrete now it's worth nothing I don't know you, you should, should know what Stan yeah, Hansen did with the AWA title just run over it with his car yeah <laughs> Yeah, that's a yes from me as Thanks, well. Boys. Great shout out to Cesaro. And then I look forward to a new championship belt that kind of reflects some of the colours mm. of, 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 of Switzerland. Oh, yeah. Oh, that'd be kind of cool. Because they did that mm. with Miro and they had like yeah. the, the Bulgarian mm. colour scheme in there and it was quite subtle and, and quite majestic. God, Miro um, was TNT champion. Oh, he was. <laughs> yeah. He did well with it as well, really he well. He did, he did. So yeah, so I think do a little a little touch up for for Claudio. Yes, yes, Quinn, Jack, go on, please. My last one also involves the anarchy in the arena match between the Jericho Appreciation Society and uh, Santana Ortiz and the Blackpool Combat Club. But unfortunately, there's no like whatever happened. <laughs> so you're not you're not going to you're not going to, you're being teleported to uh, an, an arcade. In and Blackpool. you know what? It was between that and the, it was it was uh, I nearly went for it. No. Well, I'm um, glad that we didn't clash. But. Um, the Jericho Appreciation Society, this is one of those ones where it's not. It's more about the aftermath and the, I've mm. taken the story a bit further, but Stupid I'm sorry, it. Andrew, that you're going to be you're, you're gonna be ready to give it a no because Jericho's lads win the match 
Oh dear! Oh no! I've only met. I like you. Goodness Destiny. me! I like that was like it. that was like when you're like you've done something and the cat looks at you like and you're like oh, oh. No. <laughs> um, because that's because the babyface team are down a member because midway through the match Brian Danielson is ambushed and taken out by the Ring of Honor World Champion Jonathan Gresham. Oh. Oh. The following week on Dino, and, and I don't know where the Jericho and Kingston stuff goes from here. I've left that to the to the pros. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to focus on this little bit here. Um, the following week on Dynamite, Gresham takes the show hostage, like when Rollins did it to NXT. Show's can't take over, right? <laughs> like that. Um, he interrupts a segment where Comrie are just like maybe talking, maybe one of those like before they lead into the next segment. Uh, and he gets in the ring and says, "Tony Khan, you don't give Ring of Honor enough of a spotlight. You've bought them, you made a big deal of it, but now you've really done nothing to such a prestigious and historic and beloved promotion." And he's all about restoring the prestige of Ring of Honor. Um, and here I am giving you the opportunity to do just that. I'm the greatest champion in the world, and I want to prove that by being a fighting champion, and who better for the Ring of Honor world title to face than Brian Danielson. Um, Nice. Oh, no, wait, Jericho's back, sorry. Oh, Oh, my God. Chris Jericho and the lads interrupt. This was supposed to be their victory party segment, maybe, or something like that, but Gresham's got involved. Jericho goes, right, I know what to do about you, Gresham. I'm going to send my boy after you. He sends in Daniel Garcia to kick Gresham's ass, but Gresham wins the impromptu match, and I've put in brackets, I just think that would be a cool matchup. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, Eventually, Gresham takes out enough AEW roster members and possibly a bit of a dream match with Zack Sabre Jr. at Forbidden Tour as well. <laughs> that we eventually get to Gresham versus Danielson. Uh, sadly for Gresham, I do have to have Danielson win though. And then you've got possibly Punk as AEW champion and Danielson as Ring of Honor champion. Mm. I know that, you know, we don't want too many old timers, but just for a bit, just for a bit, I think that would get more eyes on the product. It'd be good for a while. Mm. And then it would elevate whoever beats the respective lads for their respective belts. And it would bring Ring of Honor more into the fold once yes. again. Yeah, I, um, I, I think differently about this than I do about the Cargill okay. situation because, as you say, uh, it's it, I don't think it hurts Ring of Honor to have Brian Danielson as the guy. Yeah, he'd mm. make the most of it. But I like the fact that you're putting Gresham over on the way. A, like a continuing bit, yeah. to, you know, because he's, he's beaten a few of the Jericho appreciation yeah. guys. So, like, he's he's still looking, like, it's not just a case he's, that he faces Brian Danielson and loses straight away. I didn't, like, I kind of wanted to avoid it, yeah. So you, you, you give it. Gresham a lot, and then, you know, who's to say that they have more back and forth? I don't mm. think Gresham wins over Brian again. They could have a series. Yeah, yes, they could. Yeah. Very much so. But yeah, I'm going to give that a yes. He I, could li- end, I like the story. I was about to say he could end up in the Blackpool Combat Club, but he's not a rookie. Like, he's not going to, he's not... Yeah. No, no, he's, no too, he's done too much. Yeah, I like Gresham as just sort of like this standalone yeah. figure. Yeah, like this this sort of bollard in wrestling who just can just outmaneuver everybody. Yeah, and yeah, stand, yeah. You know, very much a lone wolf. We we all build eventually to next year's Double or Nothing, where Gresham takes on Bruce Hart. Yes, of course. Of course. Yes. Inside event. the casino. Yeah, yeah, Coral yeah. yeah. Casino. <laughs> PK special guest. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a yes from me, Jack. Like, Thank if, you. If anything. Nothing has really been done with Ring of Honor so far. Obviously, we've seen the titles and whatnot change hands and, and this, that, and the other on TV, but like it just feels a little bit lackluster, at least for me at the moment. Mm. So something like this, I think, would be a very good way. Also, I think it would be a good way to like build the foundations of this new a uh, sorry ring of honor as well like i think it would be a good way to sort of build outwards and then that's obviously going to make stars if you've got people from ring of honor challenging um against like yeah danielson and everything um i think 
That's a very, very good way of doing it. Thank you very much. You're welcome. And thank you for joining me on this pitcher's journey. And thank you to you for watching as well. Tell you what, guys, viewers, if you've got any pitchers, just pop, just pop them down there. Just pop them in the, in the comment section down below. And um, we'll see we'll see what gets the most thumbs up. That's what YouTube is all about. Um, Don't forget about our AEW cover art. I was about oh, to just, yes, boy. I was about to go into that. So if I can remember, so I, I imagine that Adam Pacitti will be doing a stream. Are you joining him on it? I will be joining him on it. Lovely predictions. Stuff. So predictions will right. be going up. Predictions tomorrow for AEW Double or Nothing will be going up. And then I will be joining Adam with the live stream there as well. Uh, Tom, what have you got in the works? Uh, well, we'll have post-AEW, we'll have what happened out with yourself. We will do. And the WTF We'll have WTF with Ross. Uh, from Although AEW. I'm not certain when Ross is back. He's, he's, he's on holiday at the minute. I, believe, I don't think he's gone I, on holiday. I believe Ross will be back for WTF oh, okay, moments, cool. all being well. And mm -hmm. also, um, why don't you plug your... Because it's not it's not really relevant to a, a, to a double or nothing, but plug your... I was oh. excited to hear about this. Okay, so the um, I, reason I was here silly clock this morning was because coming up on uh, Desert Island Graps, uh, the start of June is a deathmatch wrestler from down under, Charlie Evans. Yes, fantastic. So well. I'm excited for this because Charlie Evans very rarely does podcast interviews. Uh, she is she's she's a unicorn in that regard, uh, but she's she's a force of nature in wrestling. I'm excited for you to hear more about her, and that'll be on the podcast feed and on the Patreon if you want to watch it there. Coming up in June, and uh, as well as that, the classic SmackDown review yes. returns on the weekend. We have a brand new episode of the classic Raw review and the classic Nitro review. This is where we're watching classic episodes of WWF television in chronological order. Yes. Yeah, and join us for the podcast and watch it on the Patreon as well. Absolutely. So um, thank you very much, guys. Uh, and thank you to all of you for watching as well. Enjoy Double or Nothing this weekend. And we'll see you very soon. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. 